I have said, don't try this. This is very lofty level for an individual to engage in. If you've done 20 not, 28 chapters before that, and you're uh, pretty good when it comes to that, then okay. Uh, there must be something here for us. There is. What's there here for us? Sometimes when you really want to own something that, and you want to humble the negative spirit from in because it's just, you know, too, you know, sometimes too powerful. It's just, what I would suggest is think to yourself, God created me to fulfill what he needs from me. And if I don't do that, then not I'm, I'm a bad person, not that I'm worthless, but I'm not fulfilling the eternal plan that God has put into this world. Not that I'm, I, I, I'm a, you know, a worthless person. By the way, when the Bainini says I'm, I'm, I'm less than a worm, because I'm not fulfilling, but of course a divine soul is much more valuable than a worm. The point over here is to um, nullify that negativity, not like, oh, I'm worthless and there's no point in, in my life. No, 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 Vaini feels very important in his or her life, extremely important. And that's because of the importance of of everything in their life that's why they're taking such responsibility for their life to humble and to crush that negativity in such a manner that it shouldn't rear its ugly head and cover up over the divine nature of me which is my divine soul that the animal soul covers over on so again very important not because of a lack of importance, because of great importance. That's why you take such um, such ownership of your life. If your life isn't that important, then like, big deal. What's the difference? I did this or I did that. You know, who cares? You know, doesn't matter. You know, come on, whatever. That's the attitude. I would suggest most people have, and uh, not a healthy one, because it's not whatever. Everything does matter. Everything does make a difference. And the more you see that in your life things matter, the more actually you'll be careful with the details of everything in your life. Because you're going to see how valuable your life is and how your actions, your words, and even your thoughts really make an impact and make a difference. Every, everyone, every single one of them, ultimately. So the more you recognize the how great and valuable your life is, the more you're going to take action 
to you know harness the 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 the, the potential within you to realize your potential so here the baby is doing it to a very you know uh, core level to try to humble that negative spirit in order to allow the divine spirit to come forward so powerful so the first thing is before you can engage in anything close to this is to recognize how valuable your life is and not just your that I'm alive no but every moment of your life in action in speech and thought it's invaluable and when we truly live a bit with that then what we have to do then is of course take responsibility for that even more so <laughs> if uh, if a day doesn't mean anything to you and you waste a day right well you're not going to take responsibility for the day but if a minute means something to you an hour means something a whole hour what could be a you know what could I do what could I accomplish what could I could do for God for this world in a whole hour and you recognize that what I could do right that's means you got a, a life worth living for that hour for that minute whatever you know is and therefore you kind of deal with it in a very different way and take ownership when lacking in a very real way that's what the Bainini is doing over here that's the lesson we need to take any questions any comments um okay let me see first here uh, on Facebook looking two question marks before you ask a question please um remind you Rambam today at one o'clock and I'm giving my Parsha class tonight at 6 30 you don't want to miss it Andrew since we are not Sadiqs we always remember our past sins even if they atone for them how do we get rid of this of scaring from our sins so the, uh, that's actually in the next couple of days we're going to be dealing with that Andrew so um hold on to that excellent question <laughs> we're going to deal with it thank you Davida does coming from a higher world make it easier for the Bainini and the righteous to do this rather than the BIT who came from a lower world and have to struggle more let's let's take I mean each one of us on the level that we're struggling with yes John absolutely King David um became consider himself a Bainini so the you know King David was righteous became righteous no one is righteous they become righteous he became righteous so was he a Bainini at one point yes you have to be a Bainini before you can become a Tzaddik absolutely so at that point I don't know that's a good question don't have an answer to that
Thank you, Jess. James, I don't, I see question marks, but I don't see anything. Andrew, I see question marks. Andrew, what you mentioned about King David, Shavisa, Shemlet, Negi, Zomid, that sins before me, we're actually going to be dealing with that soon. Excellent. James, you have a question, but there wasn't question marks. So, okay. How best can I uh, strengthen my relationship with Hashem? Excellent question, James. How best? Uh, so start off with doing something positive. A positive commandment. Whether it's charity, um, Uh, whether another mitzvah, but yes, excellent. Uh, you know, which one, uh, it's hard for me to say which one you should start with, because I don't know where you're holding. <laughs> so you can, uh, you can uh, ask me, um, like, you know, um, um, We'll get back to that. Okay, Instagram, any questions? I don't see. Okay. Who do we have here? We have Luz, Marcy, Michael, Eliana. Oh, okay, please share. Go ahead, Luz. You there? Maybe. Oh, me? Yes, go ahead. Sorry, the connection is getting kind of crazy. Um, two things. Uh, first, I need, uh, what section of the Tanya are we in, Rabbi? Chapter 29. Chapter 29. Uh, but, but which one? Likutei Amarin? Yes, 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 uh, yes, yes. The first, I mean the first, the first part. part. Yeah, the first book, Likutei Amarin. Exactly. Sefer Shabbat So we spoke about that actually in uh, in chapter 27. We uh, quoted that two types of delicacies, a sweet and luscious foods versus sharp and sour foods, which represent two different types of divine service of uh, the, the righteous who are sweet, naturally sweet. <laughs> and then the Bainani and us, Bainani in training that are... Um, need seasoning in order to make the food um, food that we can uh, taste and have a good taste from it yeah 
So we dealt with that. Very good. Thank you, Lewis. Thank you. Um, Rabbi, if I may, I have a question again. So uh, David Hamelik, uh was he a Sadiq or a Benini? So I, I, we just mentioned that uh, you don't, you can't just be a tzaddik. You have to arrive to become a tzaddik. So at one point he was a benini, and then he became a tzaddik. Yes. So he, um, you know, a person uh, can't be merely a tzaddik because you have to come there. You have to work on yourself in such a way that you transform your animal soul. That means you have an animal soul, so you can be a benini and then transform that animal soul, which the Benini doesn't. The Benini always struggles with it. And that's why the two types of uh, luscious, uh, of types of food that revive the soul, um, two ways that we can serve God, and like the Tzaddik, or the Benini who's got to season it, has to work on it, has to uh, temper it. And in this instance, owning it and being alien with in this way. Awesome, thank you. Thank you, Liz, thank you. Marcy, please share. Hello, Rabbi. Hello. Um, My question might be a little off topic. Um, You had said, you know, when when we talk about how we are, you know, compared to animals who who always do do the will of Hashem no matter what, and, you know, I'm doing the 929 project, and so... Like, it's really fresh in my head, so we just started. Um, the snake demonstrated uh, a measure of free will, right, in, in tempting um, Chava and, and Adam. So what what can we learn from that? Did, they, did all animals lose free will in that action? Or, or do animals do have some kind of free will that we just maybe don't understand? Or is there free will like our free will, where it's only the choice of Animals have no uh, uh, animals have absolutely no freedom of will. A lion can't wake up, what you know, this morning and say, "I want to be a pussy cat. I, I want to be a sweetheart." You know, it can't do that. Um, so there is absolutely no freedom of will. That doesn't mean you can't train an animal. Yes, you can train an animal. Actually, we're learning this in in the laws now of in Rambam. Interesting about when you train and what their nature is. But um, so training doesn't mean you have freedom of choice. So um, um, freedom of choice is freedom to choose to do right from wrong. And um, an animal is just fulfilling exactly the way God created them to be. So the lion is looking for lunch uh, and, uh, you know, tears apart another animal. They didn't do anything wrong. They're fulfilling, you know, their their nature as, as they were created. Does that shed some light? I don't know because I'm still struggling with, with what is the serpent then? Um... So, okay, for, you know, all, <laughs> leaving the serpent aside, leave, leave that aside then. That's a, a good question. And, uh, you know, Tzarechian, we need to look more into that. But let's take, you know, um, 
somebody's pet <laughs> you know let's not but that's a that's a good question so i i, I want to leave that aside for now though you know in the, in that question but you, you know you do have a good question there so as we say we'll need to look into it further <laughs> at a later point all right thank you uh michael please share I did too well. I read this uh, yester- yesterday that um, the olives stated in the Talmud stand for the bitterness, mm-hmm. and um, when uh, we crush the olives and enlighten them in the menorah, then that are the, uh, stands for the challenges in our life, the challenges, the challenges to uh, which God sent us, which uh, will make us will make us greater when we. Uh, overcome them and that are the challenge or the challenges of the animal soul to overcome them and um it, it helped me very much because um when we accept that god sent us bitterness and suffering that we overcome this and uh, become greater right and then, then we can enlighten our own our own lives very good yep absolutely so that was something we previously spoke about it. If you recall in chapter 26, we spoke at length about that. So that that's the idea there. Um, and just to put it into, you know, into context over here, what's important is where the Bainini is now going to another level of dealing with what could bring them down, bring, make them sad, make them uh not full of joy and that's from chapter 26 onwards for the next several chapters is how do we stay on top of things rather than sometimes things like you say you know a bitterness can come our way and therefore bring us down so here the bitterness that the bainini is feeling is that the animal soul isn't allowing the flame of the divine soul to you know to take hold so it's um it's even a deeper level it's a, a greater ownership it's not something extraneous right that can be a bitterness from without that you deal with it in a healthy way that was chapter 26 now we're coming to an even more profound level of um the pain in the of what it means divine service so Thank you for sharing that. I just wanted to make sure that there is, you know, everything is nuanced. And the teachings are nuanced that, you know, that we can therefore see how there's, ah, this is a fresh idea. This is a new idea. This is adding upon the previous idea. Um, and that's what's uh, happening literally every day that we learn. is just a new brand new um new nuanced nuanced yes um novel teachings that is enhancing our life okay michael thank you thank you for sharing eliana please share then we're going to go back to uh i have some questions here on facebook go ahead eliana David and Goliath, and 
was wondering if the overall kind of macro picture of that is the picture of the of the you know the the story of the battle and everything. If that's the picture of the animal soul versus the divine soul, David obviously being the divine soul and Goliath right. being the animal soul battles between them. Um, I don't know. Hmm. I, I you know what maybe. I, I don't know. I, you know, for this, I have to also answer, uh, as I did to Marcy, to you too. Tzarechian. It needs further, uh, you know, looking into. <laughs> I don't know. A good question. <laughs> you know, to, I, I like what you're saying. Um, good, um, um, you know, parallel. Yes. Good parallel. Thank you. Thank you, Eliana. Jess... What are some of the risks in trying to pursue the method of humility mentioned? Uh, some of the risks are that you're going to be a real downer in your life. You're going to, you know, that's why uh, I say don't try this yet. You got to speak to me personally, maybe, <laughs> or uh, or whatever, or just you know, try it in it's not in the manner that's here. As I mentioned actually earlier, that. Um, you know how valuable your life is first by recognize how valuable it is that's why you're going to take greater ownership for it that's the first place if if the attitude that you have is like you know whatever like come on you know it doesn't really matter then uh, that's a challenge all of this because um, we're not you know now that doesn't mean, you know, okay, you blew it and therefore just, oh, you know, get all upset with yourself. No, because we learned that also earlier. Uh, that was chapter uh, 27 and, 20, and 27. We learned there about when we have spiritual shortcomings, failures, and how to deal with it. That was chapter 27. By the way, you can always go back. You can go to tanyarabbi.com or you can go on YouTube to Tanya Rabbi and you can listen to previous classes if you miss some of these ideas or if you need, as we all need to go back over and over, as Clem mentions, he's listening over and over <laughs> to have it really penetrate and become a part, uh, a part of, uh, of oneself. Um, Davida, since Moshe was uh, born circumcised, was he born righteous? No, again, no one's born righteous, not even Moshe Rabbeinu. You become righteous. You become righteous. Now, it, it may seem to you that this person was righteous, but no, they weren't. Uh, where does it say that in the book says that uh, Moshe was born circumcised? Um, it's Rashi and Chumash. I don't remember which verse. I'd have to take a look. So, being that you're a soul of Atsilus doesn't mean that you are righteous. It just means you have the potential to be righteous. Doesn't mean it was realized. Potential is one thing. Realization of one's potential is quite another thing, right? Yeah. Beautiful. You're all amazing, I gotta tell you. Truly. Truly amazing. All right, folks. Um, anything that I missed? Remind you tonight, six thirty. You don't want to miss. Okay. I'm Rabbi Ronnie Fine, coming to you from Chabad Zuchin Montreal, Canada. Where it's a privilege 
and a pleasure to share with you the time you have a wonderful day a good a good week to everybody be well